Hey, thank you for uh, watching. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Oh. Well, tell me then. Okay. Hey, you guys that aren't Tony. Thank you. Thank you for watching and or listening to This Is True Really New. I mean, I don't usually listen to you anyway. <laughs> no. But every no, now and again. I really don't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Um, thanks for watching and or listening. Uh, just uh, be reminded. I'm sorry. Are you saying something? Yeah, I'm talking to the nice You weren't people. pressing the cough thing. No, I hear that the cough button. Okay. So, thanks for watching and or listening. Want to remind you, you can catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. At any so, time. Yeah. So, we never sleep. <laughs> also, they please. will drag our sorry carcasses out of bed <laughs> like at three in the morning your time. Make us do this because we love it. Yes, we do. Please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News as well. Like Keanu Reeves. What? He never listens. How's he going to know? <laughs> That's right. Keanu Reeves. I don't know why that. Yes, I do, because we were playing some. So my middle my middle granddaughter, we had a family din-din sort of thing. Yep. Had my son's sons. Okay. Why am I doing that, that? No. Um, and she invited her not-boyfriend friend, who's a boy. <laughs> so, of course, we have to play weird games because that's what I don't know what that is, do, but we yeah. did, you know. And one of them was who was the biggest hunk in hunk or heartthrob or blah, blah, blah in Hollywood now. How would I know? That's my friend. Keanu Reeves gets a lot of good press. I'll put him down. <laughs> and, they do said, they and, and of course, I had to ask first do they have to act, be able to act? Um, <laughs> I, 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 but I end up watching his movies. I love What's John. Wick. I love the John Wick trilogy. Yeah. What was that weird thing he did with uh, Sandra Bullock, with that weird time travel mailbox? Oh, holy cow! Remember? Yes. That had, I mean, the critics just fun. slaughtered it, but that had right. one of the most interesting premises ever. Yeah. With I that really... house being the center, with that weird little cabiny thing being the center point. Anyway. <laughs> Long story longer. Now that we've established that Keanu Reeves probably listens, you can do the news. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Asking a refund for your food delivery order seems like a reasonable thing, correct? Yeah. Especially if it gets there and your meal is cold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I can Unless you order that. ice cream, right? Well, or something else that's supposed to be chilled. Thank you. Hassan, this was like you made it to rehearsal. <laughs> Hassan Habib owns Lucky's Diner in Oldham, UK. Okay. Had to issue the most ridiculous of refunds. A customer had ordered a bunch of cold treats, wanted their money back because the food wasn't warm when they got it. Hub, hmm. What? Habib told, hang on, Habib told the Manchester Evening News, they ordered four milkshakes, a cheesecake, and an ice cream. 45 minutes later, they put in a refund request because uh, the food was cold. So now, okay, in your head, you're thinking, A, this is uh, mind-bogglingly stupid. B, Duncan escapade. this is all the fault of the liberals, conservatives, or libertarians. Pick oh, one yeah. or no, two, and- if you want. Or C, it's some sort of nefarious plan. Go with C. The ice cream refund is an example of the recent flood of scams plaguing English restaurants. Oh, oh that takes all the fun out of it. Are the they customer, hoping they don't notice? Well, so far, 
The customer places their or- ice cream order through Just Eat. It's a food delivery thing, right, in Britain? Okay, sure. The service recently revamped the refund system to be simpler for the customers in an effort to keep up with their main competitors. But now it seems the change has rigged the game against the restaurants. Earlier, Just Eat would do what you would expect. They would contact the restaurant, see if the refund request was legitimate with the new system. Uh, they want a refund, they get the refund. It's a no questions asked kind of thing. That's going to change. has left British restaurants vulnerable to scams. Yeah. You think there's just a tiny little loophole that I could walk through <laughs> with my baby seal. You could saunter. So I could sashay, although right. I don't have the hips for it anymore. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure. Don't start. <laughs> because no one asks the uh, people anything, restaurants can't immediately dispute it. There is like a 30-day dis- dispute period. Yep. But that change is still making a serious dent into restaurants' earnings. Apparently, they've never heard of, of a pandemic where we decided it was really intelligent to shut down an entire global economy. They don't quite understand that many businesses, most of them small and medium-sized, are hanging by a thread. I love that And it's policy. all the liberals, conservatives, and libertarians' fault. I think it's a bunch of drunks. Uh, same thing. Habib doesn't claim that his restaurant always provides flawless service, but earlier he could at least try to make things right. Right? How, you had that go. happen, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not a deal. The money goes out. Holy. Habib said he's been losing hundreds of dollars worth of income every month due to false refund claims. And as a result, they posted this on Facebook. We're sorry for any inconvenience it may cause, but we won't be available on Just Eat for deliveries anymore. Good. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Scam going on Just Eat for the past few weeks, and we can't carry on like this as a small business. Uh, Again, see pandemic slash stupidity for shutting down world economy. (laughs) Yes, if you're wondering, Habib and Just Eat have talked about the problem. Just Eat maintains that the refund policy conforms to industry standards. That's always one of those. Yeah, well, then forget it. By the letter of the law, we are correct. Yeah, that stands up well when you're bleeding money. Yeah, exactly. No, so no, we're not using you. And the service does claim that it always refunds restaurants in full when they discover a fraudulent customer claim. But it's a 30-day process. See the problem here? I think there's two scams going on here. There we go. Habib isn't particularly impressed by Just Eat's efforts, so instead of paying the delivery service, their 20% hack, he's just going to offer a 20% discount for customers to order through his restaurant's website. And in a in a ginormous fit of Norma Ray inspiration, Habib is now trying to collaborate with other small restaurants to send a message to Just Eat. He would like to see 50 to 100 establishments all switch their order systems offline at the same time. And while he said, I can afford to turn off Just Eat permanently, a lot of the smaller guys can't. There's nothing we can do to help them, but we desperately need help. Even if we just turn the machines off for an hour to show we're unhappy, that might at least get a, and I hate the way he phrased this, a conversation going. Yeah. Back with the conversation. You guys need to make a change or we won't use you. There's got to be another, I just, there's there's got to be another version of that out there in UK. What I don't understand is you order food. Yeah. Right. You put down X, Y, Z is wrong with it. You get your refund and then you leave the cost to the restaurant. Yep. So the entire end game there is that we get to eat free. Yeah. Or is there some larger, more nefarious end game going on? Um, and we're back to the conservatives, <laughs> liberals. Sort of stuff. I'm, I'm thinking libertarians. I'm. You can just shut the heck up. 
Yes, sir, Mr. Liberboy. <laughs> Police blotter. Anyway, oh, I want to know about, I want, so Vladdy, old buddy, old pal, old chum, old friend to small children and little animals, little children and small animals. Small Check and on, little children and animals. If you know anything about Lucky's Diner and or Just Eat, you know what to do. Yeah, there's got to be a competing service to Just Eat, so. Well, obviously, they've got competitors, so. Right. Yeah. You can go find a competitor. Um, police blotter. I want to live in this place. 10, 11 a.m. Are these all the same police? This can't be the same blotter page, just one place. Yeah. it's Well, it's one newspaper. I can't remember oh, the name of it right now. boy, I hope it's not just one town because <laughs> no, that town's nuts. <laughs> but it's lovely. I'd 10, be there. 10, I'd fit in. Ten eleven, you'd fit in this one. Ten eleven a.m. A former employer was holding a printer hostage. Oh, see, I just kill it. <laughs> I it'd be printer murder, and there we'd go. Leave the premises, or the printer gets it. Eleven twenty-seven a.m. A man kept showing up and doing burnouts in front of his ex-girlfriend's house. That'll teach her. Then things got quiet for a while until yep. four seventeen p.m. When several people were concerned about out of control, controlled burns. Huh? And there were some controlled burns going on. Oh, concerned that they were I thought you said birds. And all I could think of was that weird insurance commercial with the angry birds. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no. 7.09 p.m. Animal and rats are still the best in that series, by the way. Here's, here's the one. I can't wait to get this at, at, as a police person. I would love to answer the phone in here. Hey, there's some cows grazing in the ditch. Well, ma'am, we could ask them to move along. Oh, I knew that was coming. Finally, 8.01 p.m. Not much more we could do. <laughs> 8.01 p.m. <laughs> I think it was the same person who called. A screw was removed from a door. And his head. <laughs> At least it's loose. Back to you, sweetie. It shouldn't come as a surprise to It shouldn't come as a, my ear hurts now, and so does my left molar. Oh, it, yeah, now I got a shower <laughs> in Lysol. It shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that beauty contestants often get some plastic surgery done. Why yeah. wouldn't they? I mean, it's not like the Miss Universe contest prohibits the nip and the tuck here and the there. Mm-hmm. An incident in Saudi Arabia, however, shows that rules for animal beauty contests are much stricter. Which now has my mind racing about because we just watched watched Westminster. Oh, did you? And my little brain is just racing. Where was I? Oh, um, you were at the dog show. No, we we're in Saudi Arabia. At their dog show? Well, no, just uh, we we're talking basic animals. Now we're talking specifically Saudi Arabian authorities have cracked down on artificially touched up. Come on, give me a guess of an animal in Saudi Arabia. That would be in a beauty contest. Platypus. Camels. Ah, you were close. Well, they look so good on the cigarette package. Yeah. Hey, Joe. The, organi- the organizer of King Abdulaziz Camel Festival banned more than 40 camel contestants for plastic surgery. Yes, their owners had gone to extreme <laughs> lengths to make their animals prettier. 
And in my head, the first thought is they're camels. There is no length you can go to to make them prettier <laughs> to anybody. You know, and I've said that to my eyes. camel, and it's not that I'm judging. It's I've said that to my camel friends. You're just butt ugly, and they spit. Nah. So I, it's there. They are. accept it. That's why yeah. they spit on you. That's why do you think the animal can spit? Yes. The authorities found multiple. I mean, they have the big humps on their back, and it's just the authorities found multiple cases where the owners. <laughs> Oh, looking at you, most of Hollywood. The owners had stretched out the camel's lips and noses using Botox injections, rubber bands, and subdermal fillers. <laughs> See, now you're thinking, how stupid. I'm thinking, do you have any idea what that would cost? <laughs> and when you get older, that comes to you right away. It's like, wow, dude. In addition, some owners had given the camels hormones to, to boost their musculature. Looking at you, Arnold. <laughs> but why, why would someone can resort to cosmetic surgery and Botox for a camel contest? Hey, sir, sir. You in the sir, back? Sir, yeah. Why would anybody resort to such a thing in a camel contest? Only one reason. Money. They're, they're worth something? They, well, camels alone are worth something. But the King Abdulaziz Camel Festival? Yeah. Which began, by the way, on December first. If you want to, I don't know where you, where, where you have a look at. Yeah, I've been looking at all the ESPN channels and I can't find it. The festival has a maybe they have an OnlyFans for the cameras. That's just taking a turn for the (laughs) horrific. (laughs) the The festival has a prize pool of sixty six million dollars. Oh. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's a huge sum of money, but it's not really because you're dividing up 66 millions between winning camel owners in 19 categories and separate classes for all six primary colors in camels. So you're looking at $66 million probably spread spread through, I don't know, a lot. Or it's probably not more than 10 or $12 million a category. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's hardly worth going. I'm, but yet you're doing all this. Yeah, come on, make my camel look like Sophia Loren. <laughs> make her look like Jessica Rabbit. For I want sake. her to look like the Sophia Loren of camels. <laughs> oh, sorry, that might be too old. You can Google her. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, who's a Gail Gadot? Um, Gal, oh. Gal Gadot. I mean, she's hot, isn't she? She's, she's very woman. pretty. Okay, let's go with that. And I'm sorry, Gal, because I know she listens. Yeah. Um, I apologize for in any way inferring that you and a camel might have something in common other than the fact that you were doing Cleopatra. Now, where was it? She is. That's her next movie. Oh, where was I now? Uh, oh! I have no idea. <laughs> Me either. Back to Saudi. It's not just Saudi camel owners who compete, by the way. Well, it's, you know, with millions and millions of dollars, camel breeding, a multimillion dollar global industry. They draw in camels from multiple other Gulf countries, not to mention Russia, France, and the U.S. We breed camels here? Yeah, there's some people who do. Yeah, I know. I knew that. Really? Yeah. For fun and profit. Yep. Camels. Yeah. Is it because I live in Minnesota that that makes zero sense to me? Yes, it is exactly because you live in Minnesota. Of course, there's a lot of things that make zero sense to me living in Minnesota. (laughs) Minnesota, for one. Mm. The organizers estimate that, I mean, really, honest to God, to my... to my descendants. Yes. What were you thinking? Hey, let's go someplace where it's hot as hell during the summer and cold as ice in the winter. Shrewd idea. 
this is nice. Well, that's like where we lived. Once again, you moved here. Find someplace nicer. So it's a, one guy is thinking in northern China right now. You're gonna. <laughs> You'll find out. Just finish your story, and I'll let oh, you. Oh, I'm hardly waiting. The organizers <laughs> estimate that nearly thirty-three thousand camels will still be involved in the event in one way or another, which means, if nothing else, the vast majority of those camels didn't try to cheat their way to victory. We did try to get Joe, uh, an interview with Joe Camel, but he was out back trying to entice some youngsters to smoke. Yeah, that's true. He's like we, that. One other camel did speak for the cameras, but he's a camel, doesn't speak English. We did notice, however, after he was done talking, all the other camels nodded in agreement. Hmm. Oh, Scott. An ice chunk came off an eight-story building in northern China and struck a courier on the sidewalk. Nearby residents ran to move him to a safe place in case more ice fell before calling police and an ambulance. According to reports, the courier suffered fractures to his neck, but he was not in life-threatening condition. Really? Yeah. He got, boy, did he get lucky. Wow, dude. The property management company said they had already cleared the snow on the building's roof twice, but due to the rainfalls recently, ice had formed on the roof again. Imagine that. And uh, kablooey. Woof. Oh, uh, one more reason not to live in a place that makes it so nice. <laughs> Just saying. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.